Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. What's up, everybody? This is Dr. Justin. I'm here with Dr. Paul Etchison. We're answering your questions here today, questions that you've submitted. We appreciate you sending them. It's super helpful because we get a chance to talk about what is most important to you. Yeah. And that's what matters most. So, Paul, what's happening, buddy? Dude, not too much, man. We got a really good one today. And I don't know why, Justin. I'm just like always interested to hear your your answer. And I think the listeners Likewise. are too because, because no, because I think the listeners they hear me all the time, you know, and they're just like, shut up, Etch. Like, let's just listen to Justin. So this is one that we see these posts on Facebook. We see this, there's this general mentality that dentistry just sucks for new yeah. grads. It's just, it's why did I even do this? I wish I wouldn't have. Look at my debt, all this stuff. So the question is, do you really think dentistry is a good gig? Is, is dentistry a good profession to go into knowing the climate of dentistry, the corporate creep, the insurance reimbursements, the insurance control, and all the student loan debt that goes into it? Is it worth your time and energy and money to get into dentistry? I think most things that are worthwhile pursuits come with some degree of suckiness or suffering, right? Yeah. Like, I think most things. So if you are suffering, it's probably because you're doing something hard and doing something hard is the path to doing great things. And so I think coming to terms with the fact that it's going to be a bit of a bumpy road and dental school might have seemed hard, but it doesn't end there. And just coming to terms with the fact that you are the type of person that will succeed. Like I say to my kids all the time, everything is going to be okay because you're going to make it okay. That's just the person you are. And I think we all could take a little bit of that. And, you know, I think about that myself because there's no shortage of stress. And really, a lot of that terrible stuff that comes in dentistry comes from the uncertainty, right? Like if everyone graduated and we went to a practice that had a plethora of patients, had good systems, great team members, everyone came in 15 minutes before the start of the shift and left 15 minutes after, never had to work a Friday and never got a call on a weekend. No one would hate it. It's that all the stuff that you have to do that you don't want to do, it's what makes you kind of jaded and bitter because you're like, whoa, I got to work to fill my schedule. Oh, I got to communicate differently. What the heck? Nobody told me I had to manage a team like this. Why am I bending over backwards for people? No one's doing anything for me. And all that like cascade. I got a degree, homeboy. Come on. Yeah, man. Like, you know what? Yeah. And so I think when you realize that the degree is just the ticket into the game, right? But you're sitting in the nosebleeds right now. And you got to work your way down to like, you know, 10th row, 50th yard line. And that's going to take some work. I think the goal would be to first ask, always anchor yourself to like why you did dentistry in the first place. That works for everything in my life. Like when my kids are driving me nuts, why did I have them to begin with? Have kids, they said. You'll be happy. (laughs) Just have them. So it's the same thing with anything, you know, why, why did I get into dentistry in the first place? And I think there's good reasons for getting into dentistry. Like I wanted to serve patients. And I wanted to be able to use my my mind and my hand skills and just who I am to be able to serve in some way. I wanted to create a great lifestyle for myself. I wanted to be able to be a good leader and, and, and work with a team and also support that team and provide a great workplace environment for them to thrive in as well, because that's important to me. 
Maybe it's because I wanted to earn enough to support my family, my church, my charities, whatever that is, go back to that why. And just remember that any suffering you're enduring is because that why is important. And honestly, if the why is profound enough, if it's important enough to you, then I think you'll find that it's a bit easier to get through. Secondly, I'd say have other people who are suffering just as much as you around you and that they're being vulnerable and honest with you. Like that emotional and psychological support goes a long way. I don't care if you're like the president of the United States or if you're a dentist sitting in an operatory, one chair, doing everything, including hygiene on your own. You're all suffering in some way and everyone's doing hard stuff. And I think learn from the people who are willing to like stop listening to people who pretend like their life is great and they have it all figured out. Those people suck. Yeah. And they're just super insecure and they don't even have the guts or the balls, excuse my language, but to go out there and tell people the truth. And the truth is we're all struggling to some extent. But the good news is that because we all are, we're all using that intellectual property that everyone has in collective intelligence to solve problems. So the good news is whatever you're suffering with, someone else has already overcome that in some way. And I think that's the key. So don't feel alone in this and don't feel so bad. So let's go down to nitty gritty. Now that you know why, like this is why I want to do dentistry and, you know, I want to run a profitable practice. I want to work hard for my team and my family and my community. Then consistently work hard at doing the right things at the right time and then be patient about results. That is the key. Consistently doing the right things at the right time. Because if you're like talking about stuff that worked five years ago and you keep doing it, And you're like, I just can't make it work. It's because you're not doing the right stuff at the right time. And the other point where suffering starts is when you expect that, hey, man, like I've been running on a treadmill for a month and I just don't see the result I want to see. Like, where's that six pack? Well, that's going to bite you in the ass, too, because the impatience is a major source of suffering, I think. And so I think just just doing that is super important. So what can you do to make sure that dentistry is rewarding for yourself? Number one, get clear on why. Number two, do the right things at the right time and be patient. Do that consistently. Number three, invest in yourself and your team. If you are not investing in yourself and your team, you will suffer. You'll hate it because you're not growing, right? And invest in yourself and your team. Do that like today and never stop doing it. Work harder than your competitors. And work smarter than your competitors. I think smart work is hard work, to be frank. Doing labor is hard work, but it's not the most intelligent way to do it. The use of technology might be, right? And so I think smart work is the hard work. And we have trouble doing smart work because we have to think our way through a lot of these things. And we're stuck with the information we have in our own minds. So my suggestion would be to find people who have done the things you want to do, who have gone through that, and, and just get them to help you out with it. Just be vulnerable with them. Hopefully they're vulnerable with you and it'll work. Now, in terms of opportunities and threats, there's opportunities and threats in dentistry. We have consolidation taking place. There's sophisticated business operators. Dentistry is consolidating faster than it ever has before in history. Okay. And there's no signs of it stopping. So you either have to adapt or choose to die, quite frankly. Meaning if you're not going to get serious about learning how to run your practice, then just go get a job with someone who does and then love your life right? I think there's tremendous opportunity for people who are willing to get with the program. And there's tremendous threat for people who are not willing to get with the program. And I think that's really how I would summarize it. I think dentistry is awesome. You have an opportunity to change people's lives, not only the lives of your patients, but your team members. 
and your own family's life. And to me, I think it's a wonderful profession. I would do it all over again any day. And I'm going to continue growing in this profession for the rest of my career. Yeah, I, I would too. And, and and I have my babysitter. Her name's Kira, and she has been she's been sitting out for us, sitting for us since maybe she was 16 or something like that. And she just graduated college. She's applying to dental school right now. She's gonna she's going to get in. She's got the grade. She's got the DAT score. And and that's something I had to think about. She's like, would you still do it all over again? And I said, absolutely, absolutely. But I did tell her kind of the same thing. I said. If you're going to do it, you can't just be average. If you're going to be average, you know, you're, you might not have the lifestyle or you, you might not meet the expectations or you might not meet your expectations of what you think dentistry is going to bring you. Because that's the thing is we have to take the current environment and we have to adapt to it and we have to make that, you know, we have to play by the rules, you know, play by the rules of the game. The rules of the game are going to change. And I always think it's possible. I always think there's best practices. Yes, I feel you on insurance reimbursements. Yes, I feel you that the corporate thing is is some people are worried about that. I know that there's a lot of school loan debt. And and just to add something on that, I told her, she said, what school do you think I should go to? I said, go to the cheapest one you can find. That's that's what I, and I think that. (laughs) I mean, I went to dental school and I know a lot of other people that went to dental school too. And I don't think there was very much difference coming out. We all knew nothing. Yeah. (laughs) You know? But I, but I've met a few people that are like, oh man, we did all this stuff and those. I'm like, well, that's, that's cool, you know, but invest in yourself and you'll, you'll do just fine, like that's you said. Key. So that's the key. Yeah. I mean, so I, I think it's still a good gig. I love how you know why you're doing it. I mean, when you wrote your, your college entrance, like for dental school, did you like run out of room? Uh, no, like that little I, I essay? mean, to be honest, I don't remember if there was a section like that. And if there was, I probably oh, really? just wrote down what I thought they wanted to hear. Yeah. Because I was trying to get in, right? Yeah, my mom did mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. It sucked. I couldn't do it. I don't know. what. I just couldn't figure out why. I don't know. Was, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't remember, thanks, brother. But I, all good points, right? I think at the end of the day, if someone's listening to this saying like, okay, none of this resonates with me. I don't feel this way at all. Maybe it's because you actually have very realistic expectations. And I think that's an important thing to bring up too. Like, Another area of suffering I find in myself and in a lot of other people is your expectations are just way too damn high. Yeah, the gap. Man, and like that's going to just kill you. So coming up with realistic expectations, you know, Tony Robbins has this great line, which is like people overestimate what they can do in a week, but underestimate what they can do in a decade. And that always stuck with me. I think that's really important. So do that. Surround yourself by people doing what you're doing. Just be vulnerable with them. And I think you're going to get through this. And I think you'll find a lot of joy. And remember, Jeff Bezos said this as well. Jeff Bezos. And you imagine, right? If we have problems in dentistry, I mean, what kind of problems is he dealing with, right? Like major, major problems. And, you know, let's not forget that the bigger you get, the more problems you have. And, you know, you learn to deal with them. And one of the things that he said that stuck with me was, I don't want to be Jeff Bezos. I have no plans on being a billionaire. I don't think any of you do either. But I think it's important to learn from people who are probably went through more pain and suffering than us and came out pretty good on the other end. And what he said was all he expects, and he teaches this to his executive team as well, is we can only expect to have 50%, have a good time about 50% of the time. The other 50% of the time, we're rolling up our sleeves and doing things we don't like to do. But that's just the nature of doing anything worthwhile doing. And dentistry is worthwhile doing. So I think if if you got it right half the time and you're feeling joy, do that. Go back to the end of your day and learn from the things that you know you maybe didn't work so well, and and celebrate and just be grateful. Like I know I don't want to sound cheesy, but gratitude is important, man. Like 
Like what's going well in your life right now? What is awesome? What in dentistry is working super good for you right now? And just kind of harness that, focus on that. Yeah, love it, man. Yeah, I go back and forth. Me too. So some days I have these amazing dental days. I'm like, I fucking love this. And then I, uh, I'll i leave and go, I can't wait to start, never do this again. So it's like- Oh yeah, yeah for sure, it, bro. It's, I think that's normal. And, and I'll just share with the listeners, me and Justin were talking last week and just trying to figure out, we're two busy dudes and trying to, we're, we're sorted yeah, out too. Everyone is. How do we find peace? How do we do all this? So I think uh, if anyone's really- not liking dentistry, the expectations, and, and no, you're not alone, man. There's a, there's a lot of us, and there's a lot to like, and be thankful for the things that we do have. So Talk it out with people. Thanks, Paul. Absolutely. All right, info at dentalbusinessmentor.com. We'll talk to you next time.